Welcome to Chance Time, <laughs> another podcast about video games, or you could say a video game podcast. I'm here with Ryan Speakman. <sighs> Sorry, that was a lot grosser than I meant it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do just normal breathing, and it, I don't think it was uh, the right call. Oh, I was trying to do I like the I didn't applause. Even hear anything? Oh wow, it was just too quiet. Well, hey, I didn't hear anything. Insert applause That's okay. noise. How's that? Okay, we'll put that in post edit. <laughs> And we also have Paul Bills. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of NBA playoffs, so yeah. How you guys doing? So good. Right? No one? Yeah, I doing, hope so. Doing doing great. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, ready to talk about some uh, video games. Cool. Well, my, my today, that's what we're going to do, is talk about video games. We're going to talk about classic games we'd like to play. But first things we have to talk about, first things first. So, uh, Paul, why don't you start us out with your thing first? First, first thing. <laughs> All right, I got one thing first. For the first thing, uh, I've been playing Knockout City. Have you guys tried that? I have not yet. I've downloaded it. Got it downloaded on my Switch. I haven't tried it yet, though. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. <clears throat> I saw someone say it's a uh, it's a sports game that's secretly a fighting game, and that's it's a pretty intriguing interpretation of it. But so it's boxing. I can see what they mean. No, it's not boxing. It's dodgeball. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Boxing is literally a sport and fighting. So I was just, yeah. Uh, All right, I'll shut up now. <laughs> but I, I see what they mean by it being a fighting game because it's like all about, you know, fighting games. It's like, do you attack, block, or throw? And like, you know, each one kind of counters the other, like rock, paper, scissors. At least that's how a lot of fighting games work. And Knockout City is kind of similar to that, where, like, because you don't aim. So it's not a shooter. It's not just a shooter with dodgeballs. That's what I assumed it was when I first saw it. Oh. That would just be aim the dodgeball and get a headshot or whatever. Um, that's not it at all, uh, because it auto aims for you if someone is in range. But you kind of hold down the button and you can charge up your throw to make it go faster. Um, and you can actually fake a throw so you can like, um, so you, it'll start the throw animation, but then you won't let go of the ball. So you can trick the other player into pressing the catch button because there's a bit of a recovery after you try to catch. So if you can trick them into starting the catch and then their hands come down and then you throw the ball and they can't, Recatch immediately, so it's all about like timing and faking the other person out, kind of like a fighting game where it's like you're trying to read your opponent, get them to to make a mistake and open up. But unlike a fighting game, like the ball has to actually travel to the other person, um, and so even though you're not aiming, like you can still, like if they move 
and cut off your angle, the ball will just like hit the wall or, um, you know, distance matters. So if you have a fully charged and you're closer, it's a lot harder to catch. So. Anyway, so there's actually like a surprising amount of depth to just like the core mechanics of throw and catch and try to hit somebody. Um, there's like, there's interesting maps, but not too many of them. A lot of people are also saying it feels unfinished. Hmm. And I kind of get what people say because it's like, it's really just like the one. Well, there's other modes. I haven't really tried them very much. Um, so there's just like not much piled on top of that, those core mechanics. But those core mechanics are genuinely fun and pretty unique. I'm actually pretty excited right now about it with both hood that we talked about i think last week and knockout city now we're getting like some pretty different ideas in multiplayer games like they're not just battle royales and and team deathmatch shooters um we're we're mixing things up and i'm pretty excited about it so it's been fun uh, is this game a free-to-play game? I saw some headlines and news that like kind of made it sound like it was a free-to-play for yeah. a little bit, but then they're gonna start charging for it. Yeah, so they it's a it's twenty dollar. Like yeah, it's a twenty dollar game. Oh. But and it's not a beta; it's the release. But they said for the first ten days, it's a free trial. So it's basically like a limited time demo. I think they just wanted to make sure they would have player base in the beginning and they wanted to get people kind of hooked on it and want to buy it. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad strategy. I think pretty good idea for new multiplayer games, you know, drop that paywall, just let people come in and play. And then a lot of people will probably have a good time. You know, it's only $20. That's a lot of people. That's in a lot of people's kind of impulse buy range. Um, yeah. So I I don't know what it'll be that's like long term. I don't know if this game has the chops to be like a real esport. It has a ranked mode, so at least they think like it can be seriously competitive. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch this one if it sticks around or if it dies. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's been really fun. Like. I I have been surprised how often because it came out last Friday. Been surprised how often I've sat down on my PlayStation and felt like I want to play that again. Do you think? What do you think it'll die, or do you think it'll it'll go the long mile? I uh, I think I'm more optimistic about it than Hood. Uh, I'm really worried that Hood will will fall off a cliff pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but Knockout City because it's uh on a lot of platforms it's uh pretty cheap and it's like family friendly um you know it's like rated e10 i think um i think all those things combined give it a good chance that it'll have a active player base for a long time um the the real factor is like do people want to watch it like can it be competitive like will tournaments work um i don't know I, I I don't know enough about like high level gameplay to ever judge if something could be a good esport. Um but even if it could have like a small dedicated community, then it'll last for sure. Um I just don't know that aspect. 
but like I said, it, it's surprisingly fun for me. So the last few nights when I've had time to play games, I'll usually play like one or two rounds of hood and then I'll switch over and play like a bunch of rounds of knockout city. Cause the games are pretty short. Um, and it's been, it's been fun. I like, just like I said, I'm surprised that I'm having such good time in multiplayer games all of a sudden because multiplayer games were just battle royales for so long that <laughs> I basically didn't even try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it looks fun though. I definitely want to try it. Yeah, the free so trial goes till. I haven't booted it up yet. I think it goes till Monday or Tuesday. So. time plenty of time plenty of time to try it still cool uh ryan what's your thing well curtis and paul let's just say i'm a weak man not the most weak that you would expect (laughs) (laughs) but i was weak enough to uh pick up Pokemon Snap and to borrow a Switch from someone in order to play it. I needed to get my fix. I couldn't help it. But um, you did not buy a Switch, though. No, I did not buy a Switch. I am not... You didn't totally fall. Yeah, I'm not the weakest I could have possibly been, but I was weak enough to just get a hit of that sweet, sweet Snap. <laughs> um, <laughs> And let me tell you, it's Pokemon Snap, and it's new. And I think the title explains the entire thing. I'm <laughs> having a great time with it, but I'm finding that my great time with it isn't lasting as long as I want it to. I'll play a few, I'll play a level, and then I'll kind of get semi-disappointed that in order to unlock the new thing, I have to play that same level again because I didn't get quite enough points um but i don't know it's it's just fun to like take pictures of pokemon there's really not much to say other than that um <laughs> but it's like a good like quick fix like i got like 10 minutes i might as well run through the same uh roller coaster ride like eight times and then I uh, I don't know. I is there really Paul give a huge in depth thing about it and last week and I'm like he said it all. I think it's really fun. I'm trying to think of any memorable moments. There was the time I took a picture of Onyx and Santru and Pikachu and Grookey and Pichu. Those are three that I know. And Minwar and <laughs> Kangaskhan and. Say Genghis Khan? No, <laughs> yeah, Genghis Khan and uh, Lenin, Stalin. Uh, oh, some wild cameos. <laughs> like John Lennon? <laughs> John Lennon. Uh, <laughs> Ringo, George, 
<laughs> All the Pokemon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, it's cool. great. If you need a game for your kids to play, this is a great one. If you're a grown man. I actually man. thought about that. Yeah. yeah. After hearing t- Paul talk about it last week, I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't think I'd want to play Pokemon Snap, but it looks like a game that my four-year-old could pick up and manage to play and have a good time with it. Wait, you're saying you listened to what I said last week and you don't want to play the game? <laughs> I, mean, I, I failed. <laughs> I mean, it was never super exciting for me in the first place, to be honest. I remember playing the original one and it was fun, but I never had you know, super like deep connection to it or anything. And I'm also just not into Pokemon like at all anymore. Uh, looks like fun, and I feel like I could have fun with it for a little while and then be done with it pretty quick. But it looks like a game that, you know, just, you just aim and take pictures, you know, essentially. Yeah, and that's all I want. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> um, The thing I was surprised is there is a lot to do in this game. And I was surprised when Paul said that last week of how many hours you can put into it. And I don't know. I I am excited. I definitely will beat it. I definitely will try to get a picture of every Pokemon in the game, but I don't know if I'll try to get all the one, two, three, and four star Pokemon right. of each one. Yeah. But yeah, that's my one thing. Pokemon Snap. You know, you'll know if you like it right away. Yeah. <laughs> Before even buying it, you'll know if you want to buy it or not. Yeah. Cool. Well, my thing is that uh, was it last weekend? No. So not last weekend, but the weekend before that, I had a surgery on my nose had what's known as a deviated septum, which basically means that my sinuses aren't straight in my face. <laughs> Put it simply. Yeah, um, so I just couldn't breathe very well out of my nose, and I was always congested, which led to congestion like in my chest, and I would cough up stuff. I won't get too much into the details. Anyway, I got that done. And for that weekend especially... Um, I could do nothing, and I just basically laid on the couch the whole weekend. And um, at least I sometimes enjoy <laughs> almost. There's almost a, an excitement to being sick or something like that, because then <laughs> if you're feeling well enough, you have a great excuse to just sit on the couch and play video games all day. And seeing how I wasn't sick or anything, you know, just surgery. I was just recovering, and it was my nose. Like I could just play video games basically the whole weekend. Um, the trick was, is that this is on the TV with my four-year-old and two-year-old running around the whole time. So I had to be careful with what I was playing, you know, because I wouldn't want them to see certain games. Um, I was not playing Bloodborne, <laughs> for example. <laughs> um, but I wanted to play Horizon Zero Dawn, um, but I was a little iffy. I was like, I don't think I want to play any missions that involve, like, shooting human enemies, you know, with your bow and arrow. Um, that's just a little too violent for what I would want them to see. But I was like, they could probably handle the giant killer robots. That's fine. 
Um, and they did. So that's what I did. I just ended up finding side missions and stuff to do in that game. And I ended up focusing on the vantage points. So I don't know. Paul, well, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. The big giraffe uh, Ryan, I don't know if you've... What? The big giraffe things? No, but I did those too. Uh, okay. <laughs> Long legs, I think. Those... No, tall necks. That's what those are called. The vantage points are essentially like... Uh, Time capsules left by someone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. From like oh, yeah. yeah, our time before that. the world went to crap. Yeah. So I was like, these are really interesting. So I went around. And I was just like, I'm just gonna find all of these. So I did all those and completed all of them. And it was really, it was interesting. I didn't realize like the location of this game where it takes yeah, place. That was one of the coolest so, reveals when I played it. That was that was exciting to. They just straight up name it, you know. Every once in a while, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." But then every like, a lot of the vantage points are like this location. Like this is a real life location. I was like, "Hey, hey I've been there." <laughs> like it was weird. <laughs> so that was fun. So yeah, Some of that side stuff. The vantage points were a real lot of fun in Dragon Zero Dawn. I don't know how much of the other side content I'm gonna do, like the just all the collectibles. I don't know. I'll probably finish like the mugs that you can get. Or sorry, the ancient vessels, as they call them, just because I have like two left. But like all the metal flowers, I don't know if I'm gonna do all those because there's so many of them. I don't know if I'll get around to them, but, but yeah. So that was my weekend of, after oh, getting no surgery and having for tomorrow blood coming out. So yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Um, I haven't finished the game yet, so like I don't know the whole story and everything oh. yet. Mm, that's an interesting. But I am excited to see what they highlight in this gameplay trailer because I can't help but compare this game to Breath of the Wild constantly. And what I like in this game more than Breath of the Wild and vice versa. Because there are things like, you know, one thing, Breath of the Wild was a beautiful game. Like the graphics and the art style and everything were great. But man, Horizon Zero Dawn is just gorgeous. Man, like... <laughs> I keep stopping to watch like the sunrise and it's like, dang, like <laughs> it looks so good. So I've, I've been appreciating that and the enemy variety. I've come around on fighting the machines. I bumped up the difficulty. I think I talked about playing it on easy before one week. Um, but yeah, I, I realized just barely recently, this is one of the first things I did while I was recovering from my surgery is that certain bows will allow you to use certain arrow types which I hadn't realized I was 25 hours into the game without understanding how to use like shock arrows or anything I was just running around with like the most basic arrow possible and fire arrows and that's it <laughs> so that's probably why some fights were kind of hard um, so I got new bows so I can use all the arrows and now it's a ton of fun and yeah, it's a good game. So I'm excited to see what kind of improvements they make in the next one. Because sometimes, you know, I just, I see a thing and I'm like, I need to get up that cliff. And I know there's like a predetermined path that you can take so you can climb up the cliff. But I just want to climb up the cliff, like in Breath of the Wild, you know, stuff like that. Then when I get up to the top of the cliff, I just want to jump off and start a hang glider. Instead of finding the predetermined path and then climbing back down. So, anyway. 
if they change that in the sequel, that will be very weird. If they just make it like climb anything. I honestly hope they do because I just I don't know. It just that level of freedom is uh, really cool. I mean, yeah, it's the standard now in yeah. open world games, so it'll be interesting. And can you imagine like you come across a flock of machines or whatever, whatever you want to call it? Um, and you find like a tree that you can climb up in to get a better shot, that kind of stuff, you know, like being having the freedom to approach things in other situations or approach situations in other ways. Because I mean, right now, basically, all I do is find a good bush and then sit in it and shoot or sit in the bush and wait for them to come around so I can stab them without them seeing me, you know, like maybe I'm playing the game wrong. That could be it too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just don't know what I'm doing. But, yeah, it's a cool game though. It does make me excited for the sequel. I think tomorrow's or today's for because it will be released today the episode. But the Horizon Forbidden West event, depending on when, if they say it comes out, will also determine if I pick it up again. Because I think I'll want to mm. play the new one, but I kind of set it on the wayside for a bit, the original, since I was playing yeah. it. But if it comes out soon, I'll probably pick it up just so I can pick up the new one. Because I did enjoy it, but I enjoyed the story more than the gameplay. Yeah. I think, honestly... It, I think it'd be worth just putting it on easy, like I had done, and then just... Playing through the story missions. I know you think everyone's life will be better if they're just like you, Curtis, but sometimes we I mean, have to stick to our own principles. That's true. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Cool. Well, let's get into the main topic. Do have a sound bite for this part? No. Just kidding. Um, main topic. Classic. <laughs> topper, topper, topper. <laughs> uh, classic games that we would like to play. Um, just trying to narrow it down instead of just talking about classic games in general, because that's very broad. Um, so stuff that we want to play. First, the question is, I know we talked about this a little bit before we recorded, but what do we even define or consider to be a classic game to begin with? it have to be so many years old so it's a classic or just like highly acclaimed and everyone loves it yeah for me for me it's just anything that the internet is constantly telling you to play anything that when the remaster or remake is announced people lose their minds anything with like that hardcore of a following um that is, you know, so if it's old and it's stuck around, it's it's a lot easier to tell. Yeah, that's a true classic. But there are some recent things that are kind of instant classics that everyone's like, oh, this is a must play. Like Breath of the Wild was an instant classic. Like, and I don't think anyone would debate that. Um, but then like some things like, uh, like Chrono Trigger is an undeniable classic now and i think it was even then but like um yeah so i don't think it's really about age it's about uh 
perception and, and impact. So here's some dictionary definitions for you. As an adjective, it's judged over a period of time to be the highest quality and outstanding of its kind. But as a noun, it's a work of art of recognized and established value. So I think it can go under both over a period yeah. of time or be the instant classic like Paul was talking about. There you go. So it doesn't have to be retro. Just Yeah. Highly acclaimed. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, so there are obviously generally accepted classics amongst the gamers. Um, are there certain games that you guys are just never going to play, whether it be due to the genre it's in, or maybe it's inaccessible, um, you don't have the console, so you can't play it, or and it hasn't been remastered or ported anywhere else, that kind of stuff? I will probably never play Doom. Yeah. That was one I was thinking about, and I was like, it just doesn't seem like something I would play. And so I probably won't. It's just not, I'm not a big first person shooter guy, and so I don't really need to see the birth of it. Makes sense. Um, I will probably never play Final Fantasy VII, the original. Or the remake, really, let's be honest. Even though it is a genre that I enjoy, and I know how important it is to people, I just don't see myself ever taking the time to... And it's accessible, too. But I, I don't know. It just does, like, doesn't quite go over the edge for me, ever. Interesting. I've been yeah. shaking my head the entire time you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I... Why don't played... you want to play it? What? I would, why don't you want to play it then? Like, what is it about it? It's, well, it's long, right? Mm-hmm. The commitment. Um, uh, I played the demo of the remake. And it just did not click with me. I just, the, the like, halfway between turn-based and real-time combat i just didn't yeah didn't love um uh, yeah and so like the the original something i don't know like the aesthetic doesn't really grab me the and older turn-based games are usually pretty tedious um to play today so just like i know it's so important like i would probably sooner watch like uh, a recap playthrough video that actually play it myself where someone's like kind of streamlined it and gives you like the highlights and helps you understand it um because i know how important it is to a lot of people but i don't i don't see myself ever being like okay now i'm gonna take a bunch of hours. I don't know how long the original takes to actually play. But. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the, the visuals on the original have not aged well. 
<laughs> well, it's not I mean, even that. Like it's, me who played it, it has a charm to it. But yeah, it's, well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not even like the f- graphical fidelity. It's just like the the gun arm guy and the the whole like what do you even call it like. It's not steampunk. It's like future yeah, not punk. Steampunk. Yeah. yeah. That's just not it. Yeah. That's just not an aesthetic. Like that's why, even though The Witcher Three is one of my favorite games of all time, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven has never really tempted me very much. Because that, that like makes sense, man. aesthetic doesn't really like. Uh, gotcha. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to think too much about how the world will be sad and mean in the future, even though it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes sense cool um as for me i think most of them are nes games that i would like to play through but they just feel so uh i guess obtuse nowadays like the original zelda for example i've played it and i would it'd be fun to play through it but it's just hard to play compared to newer games, you know. Um, could say the same thing about Zelda Two. Is another game that I think would be fun to play through, but it's so hard and it's just, yeah, just not user friendly. I guess might be the right term. Um, so a lot of the old old retro NES games kind of fall into that category for me. Castlevania games would probably be. Like the original Castlevania probably falls into that as well. Um, yeah. And then the other one would be Sonic on the Genesis. Because I've never been into Sonic and I've played it enough to know that it's just not my thing. I don't like, just don't like the gameplay a whole lot. So then we've been tempting to go back and play. And I've played Sonic Mania and I kind of still get the same feeling. So. I have never felt that. like yeah. I've never felt like I was playing a Sonic game the right way. Like I don't know what it is, but like every time <laughs> I try a Sonic game, I'm like, is this is this it? Like, am I missing something? Like, like I just feel like there's something more I should understand about how to like do it better that I'm doing. I don't know what it is. Here is what might not be true, but I might have heard or might have theorized or guessed or made up is the level design in sonic and i don't know which ones is designed in such a way that if you have the whole layout memorized you can go really fast through it and that's kind of cool for people in like original sonics but I think it takes a lot of work to get to that point, and I don't know if every Sonic is designed like that. Right. Well, and then for me, it's like, so unlike Mario, like a lot of times when you fall, there's just more level beneath you. Yeah. And so I'm always like, where am where am I supposed to go? Like I just feel like I'm I'm missing so much, or I think it's on purpose to like for replayability of the levels. But like I'll make it to the end, and I was like did I do that right? Like, <laughs> like, did I miss really important things? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Those is a lot of the same reasons why I couldn't get into it. 
But let's flip it. Um, what are some classic games that um, you like and know and love and are more than happy to go back and play again? Oh, so ones we have played before. Yeah, and one that you're like, it would be like, yeah, I could play that again. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I can think of a lot of classic games that I've played. I'm like, that was fun and I'm done for it. You know, like I don't need to play it again. But what's one you would play on repeat? One that I have played many times over and I think I would still have a fun time playing again is Super Mario World. Mm. But that is... It could be pure nostalgia for me. I'm just like, I remember most of the secrets, remember how to beat most of the levels, and it's just kind of like comfort food. Hmm. I have the same answer. <laughs> uh, this yeah. is this is a bit of a dark horse pick, but what came to mind when you asked that question was every time I get a chance to play Street Fighter 2 with somebody, it's very fun again, all over again. Like yeah. I don't know why specifically Street Fighter Two, but <laughs> like whenever anyone has an SNES classic, or even like um, there was an arcade in Salt Lake for a while that had it had a Street Fighter Two cabinet. Um, yeah, any chance to to mess around? Not so much like on my own. Like I wouldn't go play like the campaign of Street Fighter Two by myself over again, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but a chance to like play Street Fighter 2 with somebody uh, is always like really exciting to me. Like more exciting than I think it will be. Like I get into it, I get excited. When we <laughs> worked together, did you ever go to the Street Fighter cabinet that was near our work? Yes, okay. I think like once. We went there and like the place I had laser tag too. Um, it was nearby there. I think it was like just oh, like a pizza place or like a sandwich yeah, place. I, yeah, I do remember that. I don't think I have with you guys. I remember talking about it. Okay. I don't think I did it. Yeah, Davis and I went a lot. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, a couple more for me besides Super Mario World for the same reasons that Ryan mentioned. Um is the original Smash Brothers. Mm. Oh, yeah. For the same reason that Paul said about Street Fighter 2. <laughs> it's just something about it is just so much fun. It's so much, so different from the other Smash games. That, you know, it sets it apart and it's just kind of a different experience with the tiny little roster and the physics. It feels like so much slower and floaty compared to the new ones. And there is uh, it's just got that nostalgic feel to it i guess i don't know there's something to it though there's something to be said too about the simplicity of it where you have way less moves and so i feel like it's easier for people to pick up or remember how to play at least yeah yeah for sure um the other one um is much more recent and in my opinion is an instant classic is hollow knight it just played through that, I don't even know, six months ago, and I'm kind of thinking, like, yeah, I could do that again. <laughs> it's just yeah. a good game, man. Even though I know pretty much all the, not, not all the secrets probably, but most of them at this point, you know? It's just a good game. It'd be fun to play it again. Fight those bosses. 
good stuff. Yeah, I I feel like for me, a lot of portable games are easier to play because I remember beating Link to the Past on the Game Boy Advance like a a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, and every time it was fun for me. Um, but I think a lot of that had to do with its portability. And just like if I was in a car on a long trip or something, I was like, oh, I guess I'll be linked to the past again. And I <laughs> yeah. I also had Super Mario World on Game Boy Advance, so maybe that's why it's another one I could play a bunch of times, because yeah. I played that on Game Boy Advance a lot, too. That was a good port. Yeah. It was a good one. Um, I remember at one point, because on the Game Boy Advance one, if you got all the dragon coins, they would turn into peach coins. I had all the dragon coin location memorized as well. But I don't have that anymore. Did, did anything happen if you got all the peach coins? No, nothing happened if you did that. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's like if you get... What did you, what did you have to do in the original to get like the weird Mario head Koopas? No, oh, that was just uh I just beat just had the to beat special every single level. Is that what it was? And unlock all the secrets and stuff. It's either that or beat the special, but I'm pretty sure you had to do everything. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so weird. Uh yeah. Oh, another weird pick for me. Not that weird, but Banjo Kazooie. I've also beaten oh, yeah. that game a million yeah. times and Another, I feel like a lot of these classic games that I replay are just ones that are kind of nostalgic. And it's less about them being classic for me. Yeah. All right. But everyone you mentioned so far is also considered a classic, probably just because a lot of people have that same feeling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. That's one area of classic games i think that i have a hard time going back to those the nintendo 64 almost just that era in general and, uh you know, companies are figuring out 3d and all that kind of stuff there's some games that i feel like just haven't aged well have you guys ever gone back and tried to play goldeneye on n64 oh yeah i, I never had still have that GoldenEye. upstairs <laughs> and so i don't really have the same nostalgia for it well i went back and tried to play it it was like i don't know seven years ago <laughs> now but it was like it was such a different experience like i remember being so into it and i could like barely play it i was like how did we ever use these controls <laughs> yeah it's weird <laughs> yeah that game that's one prime example of not aging super well because yeah. <laughs> everyone's so used to the twin stick shooter yeah. controls you know and you go back to that thing with one joystick and you're like it's it's just so weird there's yeah. like a certain way to how was you at the strafe i think if you hold in the r button and you can strafe then mm -hmm. i think yeah. if yeah. you use the c buttons you can rotate yeah so you use those that with the those two things with the joystick then you could actually strafe around somebody 
then it's super hard to aim that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I remember shootouts in like big rooms would end up just evolving of people walking in circles, just constantly <laughs> shooting at each right. other until someone dies. Because that's like all you could really do. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, do you like every once in a while to do uh, knives only? Yeah. Think might or be my favorite slaps. way to play it. Slaps is also fun. Slaps is funny. <laughs> I, for me, it gets old pretty quick because no right. one dies. <laughs> like funny for a couple of minutes, and you're like, okay, like when does this end? <laughs> no one's dying. And someone gets body armor and then never dies ever. But anyway. <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like I should just shout out here um, a, a gaming memory highlight uh, involving classic games when Ryan and I worked together. We did a history of Mario Kart over like several weeks. And so. Didn't we start with Smash Bros, though, first and then went to Mario yes, Kart? Yeah. We did okay. history of Smash Bros. But we've talked about Smash Bros. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did history of Mario Kart, too. And that, that was awesome. Like, I don't think I would, again, if there's people to play with, I will play any version of Mario Kart happily. You know, and I don't even care. Yeah. We could just hop on any version and play it together. That's always a good time. I think we we didn't get access to Mario Kart Super Circuit though. I think that was the only one we didn't play. Yeah, yeah, I think it's true. We even did like the DS one though, didn't we? Yeah, I think we we got a hold of the DS yeah. one. Evan, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Sounds fun. And it was like with everyone in the office, or most of the people in the office. So we had like big groups every time. Yeah, well, we tried to set up tournaments too, didn't we? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that works better, I think, with Smash Bros. The yeah. tournament <laughs> than, than Mario Kart. Yeah, it's still way fun. So I guess I'm, I'm now realizing, like, a lot of my, yeah, I'll go back and play that classic game. I'm trying to think, like, is there a campaign, like a story that I would go replay all the way through? And, like, there's some I might enjoy, but I, I don't think I would take the time to do. Most of the classic games I want to go back to are, are multiplayer, and I want to do it with people. Yeah. I'm now realizing. I That's why I'm very interested in your answers, Paul, for uh, the... The games that you want to play because i know you don't have right as much much experience with what people deem as classic games right as far, far yeah. as the ones that are from long ago yeah i have some pretty embarrassing holes in my video game history like i don't think i have ever personally finished any super mario um like on NES or SNES, like any of the Mario games. I don't think I've played through fully any of those. And that's one that, like, I want to. I don't know if I will, but that's one that I would actually want to, like, I want to go f actually play all the way through Super Mario Brothers 3 or something, you know? Yeah. It's uh, a good one to play through. I think I could, right? Isn't it available somewhere? Is it on and is it on Nintendo Switch Online? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. I think all of those old Mario games are on there. Even the yeah lost levels, as they're called. 
Yeah. Yeah. Before we get to that list, though. Yeah. Sorry. Go. How often do you guys go back to play classic games? That happen very often, or do you focus more on the modern games or the new releases? It used to happen more often for me because I I think there was a like I kind of feel like in the GameCube Game Boy Advance era. Nintendo that was when Nintendo started honing in on like classic games their their classics at least and so I feel like a lot of the Game Boy Advance games were remakes of Super Nintendo games and there was kind of like like I remember even Tetris DS was Tetris but based on classic NES games and like a lot of games had references to NES and Super Nintendo in them. Um, And so that kind of made me more interested in going back and playing the classic games. One, because they were available, and two, because it was kind of in the the Nintendo culture at the time, at least. Um, Also, that was a time where I had less access to a variety of games. I just kind of had the ones I had. And so I I would go like even though I had GameCube, I would still go back and play N64 games sometimes because that was part of what I had to play. And so kind of going back to that comfort food of games I had already beaten was always fun for me. But I I feel like now with there's a lot more variety and even if you have the itch to play like a classic game, there's a lot of new games that look like classic games that you can play to kind of scratch that itch. And so I kind of feel like now I just kind of want to play things that are new because there's so many games to play rather than go back to what's already out there. That makes sense. You make a good point about a lot of games, especially moments probably I would say indie games I do scratch that kind of retro itch. So it does make sense. Like I immediately thought of, uh, what was it called? The messenger. Mm, yeah. Which I played a little bit of, um, which is very much just basically Ninja Gaiden. A shovel Knight, another good example, of that kind of retro game. And those games also all have a lot of, a lot of modern conveniences and been updated in certain ways that make them easier and a lot of times just better to play than older games that are similar to them, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I don't really go back very much. Um... I think a few years ago, I went back and played a chunk of Pokemon Blue, but not. I don't think I played through all of it again. Yeah. Um, there's, I'm just so wrapped up in all the new releases that 
I I don't go back very much. Um, I do have games like Rocket League that I circle back to. I don't, like I guess that's a modern classic. It's six years old now, right? Um, I guess it is. Yeah, they <laughs> realize it's that old. Um, yeah, there's games that I like leave on my hard drive because every now and then I want to go back and look at it. But um, yeah, I don't go back very much. Maybe I I should slow down and go back more, but. I don't. <laughs> At least I haven't so far. Yeah. Uh, I did. I have replayed The Last of Us. That's another one that I, but again, that's not that old. But that is a game that oh, it's, I, yeah, that's I know a classic, for, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's one that for sure, several years after release, I went back and played through the whole campaign. Um, but yeah, I can't really think of others that I do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't know. I wouldn't say fifty-fifty, but I feel like thirty-seventy. Uh, my Switch has kind of become my classic game machine. Almost a lot of the games I want to play, like classic ones, are old SNES games that have been added to the Switch Online now, and the Switch makes it very easy to just pick those up and play. You know. Um, so I've been playing a lot on there. Um, so, yeah. I do, I do definitely make time to go back and play. And it might be just because I've accepted the fact that I'm never going to keep up with modern releases. <laughs> and I'm just kind of accepted that fact. And, you know, like, you know what? That's okay. There's all these little old games that I haven't played that are good. I can go play those. Um, I mean, I don't even have a PlayStation 5 yet. And who knows when I'm going to get one, if I ever get around to getting one at this rate. Um, so, I mean, there's PlayStation 4 games that people could say are modern classics that I haven't gotten around to, you know, or finished yet. So, well, and at the one rate, could Sony... argue I spend all my t- time in classic games <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I was going to say, at the rate Sony's going, you won't ever need to buy a PS5. By the time you get to their games, they'll be on PC anyway. So true. Uh, that would require me to upgrade my PC so I can run these That's games probably. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, end up in the same boat. Maybe they'll maybe in another five years they'll start porting PS4 games to Switch. Why not? There you go. Only to the Switch Pro though. Yeah, there'll probably be a Switch Pro by then, right? Gotta have the five, five or five K, four K resolution. Uh, Except yeah. they won't call it Switch Pro. They'll call it New Nintendo Switch, right? New Nintendo Switch, yeah. Probably at this rate. I thought they were kind of done with that moniker, and then and then new Pokemon Snap happened. It's never gonna go away. Do they do that to like? I wondered this about Pokemon Snap. Are they trying to say you'll never get Pokemon Snap three? Because what would we call it? New Pokemon mm-hmm. Snap 2. They did that with Mario. 
That's and true. New Super Mario Brothers, and then New Super Mario Brothers Wii, and New Super Mario Brothers Two. Yeah, true. <laughs> and New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Just yeah, I don't know. It's weird, in my opinion. But let's get to the most exciting part about this topic: lists. Everyone loves lists. Um. <laughs> How many do I have listed here? I didn't number them. There, it's a bulleted list, and I don't see where to change that. There we go. Oh, now it's alphabetical. That's not what I wanted. It's not fixing it. Anyway, I don't know how many I have. I'm not gonna take time to count them. What's to go first? <laughs> what is what is the list exactly? Uh, just games that you haven't played that you want to get around to, essentially. Oh, okay. I can read mine first. Kind of give an example if you want. No, I just I wanted to make sure I had the right category gotcha. to think through here. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'll just go first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll just kind of rattle them off. If some of them are interesting, or if you want to be like, "Why haven't you played that yet?" Uh, feel free to, to embarrass me as much as you want. Um, I have a quite. I have a few old JRPGs on this list, which is ironic because those are the ones I'm probably not going to get around to just because of <laughs> length. Should I? You know, should we stop you? If I'm we have seeing, the same you know, game on our list. Good, yeah. Can. Um, let's do that. I'll start off. Uh, first one's Chrono Trigger. Okay, that's also on my list. <laughs> trying to decide the best way to play that because I know you can buy it on Steam, but I've heard so many people say that that's a terrible port. I don't know how true that is. Um, at this point, I'm kind of like, I should just buy it and play it regardless. Or could emulate it <laughs> um i haven't decided yet but that's on the list for sure um Ryan, do you have anything else to add to that mm, i mostly have this on my list because i know i'm supposed to play it but i'm <laughs> i'm not a huge jrpg guy but like people seem to think this transcends what video games are and so i kind of feel like I have to at least see what it's all about at some point in my life. Yeah. I I have played this game, but like just the start of it, I was pretty little. Um so I it was kind of hard for me to wrap my head around it, I think. Uh I just I don't know. I never got into it, but I remember enjoying it and I remember liking the combat system too cuz it if I remember right, it is turn-based, but there's certain elements to it that make it more exciting. Oh. Um, I've heard the best version to play is the DS version. Mm. I have no idea. You'd have to go onto eBay, obviously, to get that. And I'm, I'm sure it costs a decent amount. Most likely. Well, so, yeah. Uh, oh, first listing on eBay is $120. Complete in box with poster. Oh, that one's 46 Yeah, so that's going to be a good amount of money to get it on there but anyway yeah corona trigger i'm gonna get around to it i swear 
Uh, other one, I'm actually in the middle of this one, but I kind of dropped off on it. I should get back to it as Zelda leaked to the past. Just was not old <laughs> at all. I was basically, <laughs> I was a baby when this came out. So yeah, same thing with Chrono Trigger. I played it a lot, started it a lot, and then just never got into it. Um, but I'm pretty far into it now. I've just been playing on my Switch. But I feel like that's one. I've played most of the Zeldas, but this is one I never beat, and I feel like it's one I need to finish. So I'm working on that. Um, next one's Final Fantasy VI. I've heard that's one of the best Final Fantasies ever. That's also I haven't really ever list. played it. Yeah. Except um, my on my list, I have... Final Fantasy, any of them, because I've never played a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> yeah, I've played, I've played seven and twelve all the way through, and enjoyed both of those. I've played parts of eight. That one was a lot harder for me to get into, just because of the battle system. They have this weird draw system, so instead of like learning spells, you find enemies that can cast that spell, and then you basically draw from it and then you just build a stock so then you end up grinding for spells it's kind of weird um so i could never really get into that one then the other one on my list is final fantasy 9 which i played through the first disc at some point i remember and really liked it i just never finished it um so that's on there too the other final fantasy i have three of them is tactics which is another game I played as a little kid, and it was way too hard for my little brain to figure out. <laughs> that is one I've wondered but I should go try. It, it was pretty sweet. I remember getting a kick out of it. And I remember watching my brother play it especially and being like, this is a cool game, just watching the stuff that he was doing because he was old enough to understand it. I was like, this is cool. Um, I, yeah. I feel like for me, unlike the uh, the old curmudgeon Paul, I will play the remake of Final <laughs> Fantasy. And that will probably be the one I end up playing one day. But I think I I I like the Super Nintendo aesthetic of 6. And so that's one yeah. that I'm, I'm kind of interested in playing a little bit more. But I don't know if I'll get to that one. Yeah. Uh, the other one that... I played most of this one, so I don't have too much of a desire to go back to it. I had it on Game Boy Advance. Uh, is it five or is it three? Four. It's all messed up because of the naming uh, inconsistencies between the US and Japan. Um, yes. It's one with uh, the main character was Cecil. I played that one quite a bit, and I like that one a lot, but I'd rather play six this point um next up is donkey okay, kong country one and two. Oh, cecil is the main protagonist of final fantasy four four okay i remember liking that one and i remember thinking cecil was a cool character for whatever reason um i was pretty i was probably 12 so i just probably thought he looked cool so, I don't know. <laughs> Take that for what you will. <laughs> um, next one was Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2, specific, mostly 2. I've played a lot of 1, but I don't think I've ever actually beaten it, but I've gotten really far in it. Uh, 2 is another one I started a lot as a kid and never finished, so that one for sure. 
I recommend. I'm, I'm playing that one well. right now, actually. Yeah, uh, I was. I want to get through two, and then I'll think about three. Two is the I best. Play parts of three opinion. too. But uh, yeah, that's what everyone seems to say is two is the best of those three. Um, the next one is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Shout out to this game because this is what inspired this topic because it was on sale on PlayStation and I bought it. Dang, I want to play that game. I've gotten into Metroidvanias a lot recently. And this is like one of the big classic Metroidvanias, so I feel like I need to play it. Yeah, I, it's on my PlayStation. Also, get to it. On my PlayStation, also on my list. <laughs> I, I've heard it's cool I booted it up and I was like this is cool music this seems pretty cool I don't know we'll see Um, yeah it's just it's another one of those games that like I know I have to play because everybody says it's so great and it's what inspired the name Metroidvania other yeah. than Metroid and so yeah, I would say Super Metroid and Symphony of the Night are the two that made this genre, really. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Super Metroid, that's also on my list because I've never finished it. I feel like I need to. You don't like it, though. <laughs> this, yeah, this keeps getting... <laughs> this keeps get being brought up because I didn't... I wasn't super into it. So, I don't know. I'll probably go back and try it again and see what happens. We'll see. Um, the other one is Mother 3. And I actually did find the official... Not official. That's the opposite term that I need. The fan translation of this game uh, for an emulator. And I really enjoyed the first, the first Earthbound. Really enjoyed Earthbound. And I've heard Mother 3 is incredible, so I want to play that for sure. Um, another JRPG is Super Mario RPG. Uh, that one's fun, because the battle system is pretty cool. With the... You gotta time your attacks and stuff, and time you defend from enemy attacks. It's a fun little game. It's got that fun Mario aesthetic. Um, this is also, like I feel like, one of the first instances of Bowser kind of being comedy relief <laughs> a little bit mm -hmm. he gets kicked out of his castle like immediately to start the game it's a pretty good time um the next two are more modern classics uh god of war for the ps4 um i know a lot of people have said that it's like one of their favorite games of all time or at least of the past generation so mm -hmm. i want to get around to that then the last one i have on my list is undertale Man, I tried Undertale and I I didn't get it at all. Like I did not get the appeal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I bought it and downloaded it and played for a minute and I was like, okay, this is be pretty cool. Then, uh, what happened? I don't want to get into spoilers, but a certain fight went a certain way, and then I felt terrible. And I was like, I got to start it over. And then I haven't gotten to, around to starting it over. I, I, felt, I felt immense guilt. <laughs> I started that one too, and I kind of feel the same. I'm in between you, Curtis, and you, Paul. 
where I was like, okay. And I mean to get back to it one day, but just haven't. I might end up buying it on my Switch just because I'm much more likely to play it that way. Yeah, the the appeal to, of that game to me is that it's only like three hours or something like that, and so. Yeah, that too. I feel like I for a lot of people do the it. different runs to see how it is in certain, when you play it certain ways. Yeah. Which is, I think, is part of the appeal, like you said. So. Yeah, that's my list. Great. I'm. I'll. Uh, I'll go next. Let me pull up my list. All right. Of the ones I haven't said uh, that are the same on Curtis's list, um, not just Symphony of the Night, but I kind of have a desire to play every Castlevania game. (laughs) 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 I just like the aesthetic of it and like the classic horror vibe and I've played the first one and it is really hard, but I kind of like something that I don't have as much time for that I used to was I kind of liked going back to the hard games and trying to beat them. Um, but what interests me even more is doing Symphony of the Night and then doing all of the sequels to that. I think that a lot of them were yeah. on Game Boy Advance and DS, but... Yeah, they were. Yeah, I heard they were all good. Yeah. I actually had GBA Castlevania games on my list, but I skipped it because I felt like my list was too long already. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. You, you I did play... Yeah, I did play uh, Portrait of Ruin, which is on DS, I remember. I don't know why I felt the desire to get that game when I had a DS back in the day, but I played that whole thing, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. That one was really cool. That one was cool because I had two protagonists. I don't remember their names anymore, uh, but the first, the guy was like your kind of normal Castlevania protagonist with whips and swords and whatever, uh, but then you had a girl with you who use spells and magic and stuff to fight. And that was pretty sweet. That was fun. And you could swap between them. It was pretty cool. Cool. Um, I'm going to throw in another hard game that I probably will never play or beat, but I just want to... I have this dream of beating it just to have street cred in the video game crowd. But that's uh, <laughs> Battletoads. Is one oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I was hoping you were gonna say, <laughs> but that's a good one. What were you hoping I was gonna say? I thought you were gonna say Dark Souls. No, <laughs> I feel like Battletoads gets you a little more cred than Dark Souls, honestly, because Battletoads <laughs> is just slamming your head into a wall over and over again until you finally yeah. realize you are supposed to hit your head in a specific way on the wall in order to get to the next wall. Um, Only get the street cred if you don't play with, uh, what do you call it, save states. Yeah. You save states, you don't get street cred anymore. No, I 100% agree. (laughs) Um, If I ever were to play Battletoads, I would 100% use save states. (laughs) Um, Metroid Prime is on my my list. Oh, that's a good one. 
I pre this was one of the few games I pre-ordered on GameCube and I started playing it and I played for maybe an hour and I was like, I don't like this and I took it back. And it's one of the few games I took it back and I think about that all the time and I'm like, <laughs> I don't feel like I really gave it a chance. And so I've been holding out for the rumored Switch port of the Metroid Prime trilogy. Because I really mm. want to give this game a chance. And similarly, I've been holding out for Wind Waker HD on the Switch because I've never played Wind Waker either. And so. Oh, Wind Waker's great, yeah. I know. And I. Part of me thinks, like, should I just buy a GameCube disc and play it like that? But I just have this feeling they're going to release it on Switch. So I'm like, I do want to play that. <laughs> you can borrow my Wii U. I have it on there. Perfect. There you go. Um, Might buy the Metroid Prime Trilogy on there too. Who knows? I've been thinking about doing that a lot. There you go. That would solve both of our problems. I do hope they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember I had the same problem with you as you though. Because I remember playing it on GameCube Metroid Prime. And at that point, I was pretty familiar with the twin stick shooter controls that are common now. Mm -hmm. Metroid Prime did not use that. I remember being weirded out by it, and I couldn't get controls right. But I remember playing Metroid Prime 3 on Wii, and that was essentially the same, you know, modern controls, but instead of the right stick to aim, you just pointed, and it worked really well. That game was pretty fun. But it was a lot more scripted than the Metroid, so, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. So I feel like if if playing the trilogy on Wii would solve that problem altogether. And if they ever port it to Switch. I heard a rumor that it's supposedly like more difficult than people expect. Maybe it won't happen. I don't know. Nah. We'll see. But I hope so. I imagine they'll get the controls ironed out if they ever do port it. Yeah. Um... Silent Hill is another one that I've always been kind of interested in checking out, but never really had access to it. What is that on? Is that PlayStation 2? I have no idea, honestly. GameCube? <laughs> um, let me check. It looks like it was on original PlayStation. Oh, wow. Um, makes me feel like I should play the original Castlevania too. Yeah, is that one on NES online? What did I say? Did I say Castlevania? Yes. All right, I meant uh, Resident Evil. Oh, <laughs> completely Resident wrong Evil, game. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I meant Resident Evil. Resident Evil Saw the, is on my list like, of games remaster... I play. Oh, is it? Yeah, because I... I saw the remaster of the first one was on sale on Switch, and supposedly that's a good version of that game. Interesting. I controls, think... I still think, are the weird old ones, the tank controls. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like after playing Resident Evil 2 Remake, I don't know if I could yeah. even fathom going to the original <laughs> tank controls. Yeah. Um... Another Zelda game I started 
but never finish and really want to play again is Twilight Princess. Um, it's a good one. Yeah, and unlike Curtis, I do have kind of a desire to play Zelda Two on the NES. I think <laughs> I I kind of get hooked by the history aspect of things when it's comes to it, like my interests, like same with like reading comics and stuff like that. Like a lot of times I'll go and read like Stan Lee issues of Spider-Man and sometimes it's really boring, but like I kind of get <laughs> some enjoyment out of like seeing like, Oh, this is the first time you see the Rhino, even though you're in like pages of text, heavy dialogue that, explains exactly what you're seeing on the panel and like like a lot of people love it but for me it's kind of a little too old school but it's similar with like nes games where like for me sometimes it is kind of like a slog to just kind of like figure out the pattern and getting precision platforming but there is also kind of like a a cool history lesson for me that gives me a lot of joy yeah um and then i also have metal metal gear solid on my list i haven't played any of those but i know that they are a good one to put on there yeah Yeah. i know they're never played any of those either um and so those are good one day i'll play them i don't know wait i played five that's the only one I've played. And I've heard that one's and great. It was incredible. It blew me away. It's the Phantom Pain, right? Yeah. That's a that's pretty much my list. I don't know. Can I put Hades on there? <laughs> yes. Great. Hades as well. <laughs> that one I there definitely will play at some point. Okay, is my turn? Yeah. Yeah. My list is way shorter than your guys' list. And I don't know if I will play any of these, honestly, but they're all things that's like, no. One one day I'm going to come over, Paul, and force you to play one classic game. (laughs) And I'm just going to... Go over there. I can play Super Mario World. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to come over every couple days or once a week or something and just sit there for three hours while I watch you play a classic game. And we're going to finish it. <laughs> and your wife is going to be cool with it. <laughs> uh, Ryan's here again. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids, my kids will not interrupt. He's going to play Mario. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, there's a bunch of my list that were not on any of your lists, so here we go. Noah. Um, I don't know which one, but one of the Warcrafts. Okay. One, two, or three. I um, I recommend you know, three yeah. as the only one that I played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess played mods of that. <laughs> a classic game I have returned to that we didn't talk about is Age of Empires three. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So. I, I like the RTS genre um, to a degree. Uh, I will never play them competitively. I'll never be able to. But anyway, uh, Advance Wars. Mm. I don't 
know if there's any way to play that now, but a lot of the games that I've ended up liking, uh, like Fire Emblem or uh, even XCOM to some degree, um, and uh, more recently Wargroove. You guys have heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that falls under the category of indie games doing the old thing cool. Yeah, like. Well, <laughs> yeah, all these games seem to owe something to Advance Wars, and I didn't even know about it until um, years later. So I, I feel like I missed it because I had a Game Boy Advance. That was the first like game console I ever owned was the Game Boy Advance, but I totally missed that game. Um, Half Life Two, I've never played, and seems to be extremely important Ugh. in the history of video games. Yeah, that's another one I uh, haven't played either. Uh, yeah. That makes me think I should put Portal on my list. Uh, I have played Portal. Portal 1 is pretty short. That would be actually pretty uh, easy to go. Yeah. yeah, that is a good one. Portal 2 is much longer. Um, but really also good, worth though. it. Yeah, also yeah. worth it. Um, Shadow of the Colossus. I felt like maybe oh, I, try. I don't know why that didn't put that on my list, but it's literally I almost I was looking at it. It's on sale on PlayStation 4 right now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> very cool. Like, I don't very buy it. frustrating. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. I might have told my story <laughs> about it earlier, but another time. Yeah. Or in the past, uh... if I said it already. <laughs> yeah, I, I never remember. played Arkham Asylum. Mm, probably one of my favorite Batman experiences. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I missed it. I played Arkham City. I like 100% at Arkham City. Even did all the Riddler trophies and everything, but never went back to Asylum. Um, Asylum for me is scarier, and that it yeah. makes it its own thing. It's just like more compact and right. Uh, one that I have had multiple people very close to me, very, very strongly recommend, but I have not done is Earthbound. I uh, just... I don't know if I agree with strongly recommend. <laughs> Like I feel like well, you have to be a try certain, it, certain type of person to really like Earthbound. Yeah. Well, I had one friend in college who that was like that was his like foundational game. That was okay. like the game to him. Yeah. I, I just have never it's been. It's definitely able to worth play. a try, especially if you can play it with safe states. Because I remember playing certain parts of it. Uh, I may or may not have played it in a certain way. Involve safe states, uh, <laughs> but there are certain parts of that game I was like, "Thank goodness I have safe states," because this would be annoying. <laughs> uh, I do like that game a lot, though. A more modern one that I keep hearing about how it is this hallmark in video game storytelling, but I just don't know if I will ever play it. Is near Automata mm. or Automata? I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Yeah. But a lot of people talk about how cool that story is, especially like as a video game story. But I don't know if I can get over the sexualization in the game. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Seen the gifts of yeah climbing up ladders. Let's <laughs> just say exactly. Um, one that I played parts of, but I think would be good to actually play the whole thing is Bioshock. Mm, that's another oh, yeah. one on, I should have had one. on on my list too. And I'm kind of curious about Bioshock Two. Like that one's more controversial. It's not as like yes, it's it's the high level of the other ones, but some people defend it pretty strongly. I'm yeah. just curious about I, it. Yeah, just because of the controversial nature of that game, I didn't put it on my list, but I've played part of it and I really liked it. I just never got around to finishing it, and I do yeah. want to finish it sometime. Yeah, I played it at someone's house. I didn't really have a chance to like play through the whole thing myself. But um, And then last one on my list, one of the splinter cells. I don't know which one is even considered like the best, <laughs> but so many people want splinter cell back so much and it sounds like it's the kind of game i would like but i've never i played one on game boy advance i don't think that counts i haven't played any of the like real I splinter did. cell games no that was the thing yeah yeah i was i remember playing one on gamecube that was probably like i don't know how old i was i don't know but for whatever reason i couldn't maybe i just wasn't patient enough I was just an impatient little kid, a little kid, early teen. And I just, so the gameplay didn't, I couldn't get into the gameplay because there's, you know, it's a stealth game. So you have to be patient and, you know, do things a certain way. And I was just like, I just want to go. So, but it seemed cool. I don't even remember what that one was called, but. Yeah, I don't like know anything about the series. I just, it kind of seems like my jam. And I know people, every time, Ubisoft is going to have a conference. Everyone's like, new Splinter Cell? New Splinter Cell? New Splinter Cell? Yeah. So it's left an impact. I just don't really know anything about it. Uh, that's my list. Okay. There's well, probably I'll a bunch on that should time. be on there. Yes. You should both put Dark Souls on your list. <laughs> <laughs> In my humble opinion. All right. Oh, yeah. Adding it to my list. It's official. Is especially if you have if you play it around somebody who's played it already for whatever reason that was a great experience for me to play it in college <laughs> sitting next to a roommate who knew where things were and how the game worked him just watching me fail and just getting glee from that like if if there's a classic <laughs> game like ryan said he was going to go over to paul's house <laughs> to make him play mario this would be a game i'd go watch you guys play just to watch you <laughs> go through everything. <laughs> All right, Curtis, I'm coming over to your house and making you watch me play Dark Souls. <laughs> Great. Let's do it. <laughs> and your wife is going to be cool with it. <laughs> yeah, <she's, laughs> I don't know. Actually, she's going to be cool with it. She doesn't <laughs> like that game. Uh, she's not into the whole monster thing. So I showed her a picture of the. No, I didn't even show her a picture. I just told her the gaping dragon if either of you know what the gaping dragon looks like or anyone listening who knows what the gaping dragon looks like i described it to her and she was like nope i don't ever want to see what that looks like and i was like okay <laughs> never mind i had like this screenshot on my switch like look what i just killed and she's like no <laughs> she would not be cool with that probably but <laughs> just stay up late it's fine perfect cool uh, i just looked it up Splinter Cell Chaos Theory seems to be the most 
praised one. I think that's the one I tried to play when I was, yeah, in my youth. <laughs> I double check. But yeah, that was fun. I love lists. Yeah. Best. Lists are awesome. Yeah, yeah, Chaos Theory is the one I played on GameCube. I was not good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I had multiplayer. That's right. I remember trying to play multiplayer with someone at once. That's, yeah. You can team up and go through missions together, which is a really cool idea. Right. And impressive for a GameCube game. Yeah, I remember thinking it looked really cool on GameCube. I have no idea how you can play that these days, though. Yeah, I, I have no idea either. Maybe you can get it on Steam. Is it on Steam? It says Microsoft Windows. Oh, yeah. Well, if you get a GameCube disc, you can borrow my Wii and play it on that. Sounds good. I Good point. borrow the Wii that I bought from Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's classic games that we'd like to play. I understand that Ryan has a game for us planned. You bet I do. It is time for the CTL draft. <laughs> All right, it's time for the CTL draft. <laughs> that was, of course, the Madden NFL 95 original theme music. Copying. Are you not... get copyrighted for that now? <laughs> I don't know. NES is old enough, I feel. We're... <laughs> I... <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> oh, no, it's Super <laughs> Nintendo. Um, so we might, be... we might be in trouble. Um... <laughs> All right. I'm going off of Wikipedia's list of best-selling video games. I need each of you to... Uh, don't look at the list. Don't Google it right now. <laughs> you, I didn't know I was doing that. I'm <laughs> you guys will each get five drafts from this list of top-selling or best-selling video games. There are... Uh, 50 on the list. Some of them are tied for how much they've sold. But how this is going to work is every game that you pick that's on the list, you're going to get points equivalent to how many sales the game has. So if you get that number 1 pick, you're going to get a lot of uh, a lot of points on your your list, but you could you could even it out. Are the rules clear? So we're just picking you're just picking games that you think are in the best-selling video games list of all time. And this doesn't... I like when it's my turn, I just say any game I can think of? Yeah, that you think is in the top okay. 50 best-selling okay. games. Okay, okay, I got this. This does include mobile games, so... Oh, shoot. Well, oh, okay. It, it, Plot it, twist. Sorry, it includes one mobile game. Most of them are consoles. I don't want to throw you guys off with that, that tidbit. Oh, okay. Um, okay, that's good to know. 
and this so this is number of copies sold yes okay number of copies sold there is also one game that you do have to say the platform because it's on here twice oh okay so that one might throw you guys for a loop um who wants to go first how do we decide this because we we... should flip a coin in true sports style all right i've got a box change here you guys will just have to trust me i've got a quarter in my hands a uh delaware quarter the best one all right Oh, I just dropped it. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Curtis, you're going to call. Heads or heads. tails? Okay. It is heads. Curtis goes first. Okay. 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 Trying to decide between two. Um, let's say Minecraft. All right, Curtis. You've started off strong with the number one game. <laughs> you have just received 200 million points. All right. That, that coin flip was, was consequential. <laughs> it was. You're not out of the running yet, Paul. I'll just tell you that now. I've, I might have peaked. We'll see. Okay, my turn? Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five. Paul. Oh, that was one of my other picks. You have chose the number two game on the list. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> Awarding you with 145 million points. Uh, 65 million. <laughs> no, 55. Okay. Okay, here's my next one. Tetris. Okay. What platform? You have ah. chose the one that has two platforms that are selling it under different ones. Oh, why? Why? Uh, okay. Uh, let's I'll give you a hint, too, say... just to make sure it's fair. You can also go by company who has made Tetris. Oh. Oh, okay. Hmm. Is this the mobile one, then? I take it. Let's say mobile. All right, you chose the number three <laughs> game. You guys know this too well. <laughs> and it is made by EA. You have received 100 million extra points, Curtis. <laughs> but now it starts getting a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, those are the top three. Is, is just some Minecraft, GTA 5, and Tetris are my first three picks. I don't know. What to do I guess. This, so. The logical choice is for me to say Tetris Nintendo. All right, Paul. It's on the list. It's <laughs> a good call. It's number 10. Oh. Scoring you 43 million points. <laughs> so far, the scores are Paul Bills with 188 million points. Oh, I'm so far behind. Curtis Lowe with 300 million <laughs> points. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thanks, Minecraft. <laughs> Um, uh, let's say Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers, number six on the list. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Giving you 58 million points. <laughs> Paul? 
you're up. You still number four and five are still on the list. Yeah. If you get both of those, you could be tied. About. I didn't really do the math. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's fine. Paul Beals is thinking. It's harder. It's a single title, right? Yes. Yeah. These are not franchises. Yeah, I can't just say a franchise. Yeah. Um. Four and five. I will say number four is not surprising to me. Number five is surprising to me, but when I really think about it, it's also not surprising to me. (laughs) There's a lot that I know have big numbers, but I just don't know if they're the biggest. I'm going to go with The Sims. All right. Paul Bills has gone with The Sims. Let me do a quick control F. Because I do not see it. No, no. <laughs> the Sims is not on the list. No way. Awarding oh. you with zero points. Oh, I thought it'd be on the list for sure. It's top fifty, right? Uh, no. Yeah, it's top fifty, but top fifty. Yeah, I'm surprised. There's it's not no in that. version of The Sims on there. According to this list, there is not. Wow. Wow. Okay. Plot twist, huh? I got my next one ready. Ready? I'm ready. We Sports. Curtis Lowe, you have picked number four on this list. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's over. It is over. <laughs> Awarding you with 82,900,000 points. <laughs> okay, well, might as well just throw it out there now. Mario Kart 8. Um, Mario Kart 8. And this does include Deluxe. deluxe. Okay. They have put them both on there. Is number eight on the list, awarding you with forty-three million eight hundred forty thousand points. Oh, that was my other pick. Let's see. Mario Kart Wii. Mario Kart Wii, number twelve on the list. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Awarding you with thirty-seven million three hundred eighty thousand points, giving Curtis <laughs> a grand total. Of four hundred seventy-eight million two hundred eighty thousand points, Paul. But what's number five? You've probably lost, but I've definitely lost. There's no way. This one is just for for pride. <clears throat> well, I'll go with the safe pick. Well, I don't know. I know. No, I won't go. That's not a safe pick. Uh... I cannot believe no version of The Sims is on there. I I'm gonna double check to see what Sims. Well, it was like when The Sims came out, there was so much talk about how it was the the best selling PC game of all time. Um, I've lost all my confidence in myself now. I don't even know what else to say. Um. All right, so The Sims is at 11 million sales, Ah. and 
number 50 on this list is at 20 million. Oh, uh, wow. I have totally flopped. Um, A surprising reveal. I wouldn't have guessed that. What could be number five? It's a it's kind of surprising to me. But I like I said, it makes sense when you really think about it. If you get number five, it'll award you with seventy million points, Paul. Anything? Suspense. I, know. <laughs> I got nothing. Just throw throw something out there. Seventy seventy million. Okay. I don't know if this counts. World of Warcraft count on this list? Because you have to buy it. World of Warcraft is not on this list. Okay. It's weird, yeah, because that's kind of a, it's a subscription. It's, you had to buy it, and you had to have the subscription. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally. Yeah, so I feel like this is... It's uh, just, yeah. I feel like if it was, like, the list of... List if of it was revenue, revenue or something, yeah. Yeah, profit, this is, yeah. I think this is amount of copies sold. Yeah. 70 million. I don't think this is number five, but at this point, I just have to go with my heart, <laughs> and I'm going to say Pokemon Red and Blue. <laughs> a great guess. I think I think that's a good guess, yeah. Number seven on the list. Okay. Ooh, nice. Awarding you with uh, 47,520,000 points. Giving you... So have we gotten... I'll, I'll read you the top ten. But final score, Paul Bills, 279,360,000 versus Curtis's oh whopping 478,280,000. Curtis, you are the winner. <laughs> Curtis. That yeah, coin Curtis. flip really, really, that coin, that that the control because yeah. I was totally going to say Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that I really does can you remember if everything. Minecraft was number one or number two, but I knew Minecraft and Tetris were one and two. I just remember which. Yeah. All right, so um, is is Skyrim number five? It is not number five. Skyrim pulling out Six. at not even on this list. Oh no! What? I lied. I lied. Okay. Number okay, nine. It's number say. nineteen with thirty million oh, okay. sales. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so I'm trying to think of other like packing games. Is Super Mario World on there? That's not that high. Uh, it's 27 on the list with 26,662,500. Okay. I'll, I'll just I give it to you guys now. Be. Yeah. Number five on it. the list Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Oh. Okay. Wow. 70. Million. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. I was thinking maybe like Monster Hunter World or something, like one of those games that's not as popular in our circles, but is huge. Monster Hunter World, not on the list. 
Um, but PUBG would fit in that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, PUBG still fits in yeah. that. Number six, yeah, which wasn't taken. Oh no, it was Super Mario Brothers. Uh, number nine, We Fit. Oh yeah, duh. I was wondering if that would be on there. And other than that, you guys got the whole top ten besides Player Unknown's Battlegrounds and Tetris. What was number ten? Tetris Nintendo. Nintendo. Which Paul took. Uh, Paul said that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I you guys know these better than I do, (laughs) because I would not have guessed a lot of those. I probably would have forgot about Wii Sports. Wii Sports was a really good call. I totally forgot about it. That was not. I thought about uh, it was the Super Mario Brothers. I knew was on that list, and then it clicked that that was probably just because it was a packing game. And I was like, yeah. Wii Sports was a packing game for the Wii, so that probably had to, yeah. Uh, read like eleven through twenty. I'm just curious. Now. Yeah, Pac-Man eleven. Oh. Um, probably because there's a thousand versions of Pac-Man. Yeah. Right. And that's why GTA Five's on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mario Kart Wii at number twelve. Red Dead Redemption Two at thirteen. Surprise for wow, me really? at fourteen. Terraria. Um, oh yeah. Oh really? Number fifteen, yeah. Wii Sports Resort. Number sixteen, okay. Animal Crossing New Horizons on track to be the uh, number one uh, selling game of all time, probably. Maybe not I, that much, I, but. <laughs> I thought about saying Animal Crossing, but I was like, no, because it was both the versions of Mario Kart 8. But Animal Crossing New Horizons has sold more than Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah, it's insane. Um, That's crazy. Number 17, New Super Mario Bros. on the DS. But 18, New Super Mario Bros. Wii. 19 is a four-way tie between Skyrim... Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Diablo 3, and The Witcher 3, all selling 30 million copies. So that's the the 20, and then it goes to 23 is Pokemon Gold, Silver, Crystal. Wow. Another surprising one for me is 31, Human Fall Flat. Which is a game I've played, but it's sold 25 million copies. I think, yeah have heard of uh like people in my neighborhood like parents mention that like it's a game is there that their kids play i wonder if that has something to do with it mm. i don't know yeah good oh yeah it has mobile versions mm, that would explain it there are the any under excuse me any other indie games on there like that mm. i think that's it Stardew Valley? I don't know. Stardew Valley's not on there. I mean... I can't think of what else would be on there that's an indie game like that. Another surprise for me, Nintendogs, which is not a surprise to me at the same time. Yeah, the one I wouldn't think of, but it makes sense when you think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Stardew Valley, I just looked it up. Uh... At least the first Google result says 10 million. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. You got to break 20 million to get on this list. Yeah. So they're, they got a ways to go. 
cool. That was intense. That. that was a good game. That was fun. <laughs> Do you think I should have done <laughs> I thought about doing the scoring instead as if you guess number one, you get 50 points. Uh, and then two no. is 49. But I, I felt like the sales yeah. was more exciting. It was, yeah. Way worse. For really that. big numbers. Million <laughs> points. <laughs> Shout out to Minecraft for carrying that game for me. <laughs> cool. This has been Chance Time podcast about video games. Thanks for classic your... games we'd like to play. <laughs> coming to see and James. Top selling games. Thanks for coming to see James. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye. I actually till next week. Didn't prepare to stop this, so I'm fumbling right now. That's no, okay. Uh, we keep saying bye. Uh, see you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm really ending it now. <laughs>